0: Okay, good evening. It is Kaf Vav Shvat, twenty-six of Shvat. Um, so I realized that I'm going to go back a little bit because we're talking about... I, I realized I kept saying this Pesach over and over again. I should actually uh, do the homework and look it up. And here we are. Devarim Chet Ches Gimel. I'm going to kind of zip through it because, you know, it's it's super deep, so we could be here forever, so I'm just going to kind of get to the point it says you should save. i'm, I'm reading from the uh, gutnik uh, uh you should safeguard the observance of all the commandments that i'm commanding you today so that you will live multiply and come to possess the land that god swore to your forefathers <clears throat> uh this is uh parak parak Eight, starting from the top uh pasuk base uh, you should remember the entire path along which god your god led you these 40 years in the desert in order to afflict you it was to test you to find out what is in your heart would you keep his commandments or not Right, okay, I'm gonna read the our pasuk in Hebrew, it's a long Pusik. Via he afflicted you, via Arivecha and made you hungry. Via he fed you a daman asher he fed you the man which you which you'd never heard about before. <coughs> and your fathers didn't know it. Laman in order that you should know, Kilo al Halechem Levado right? He gave us this man, this bread from heaven, in order that we should know that not on bread alone, not on the bread alone, will he will a man live. Ki, rather, al kol moza fi adonai yichia adam. Rather, what does he live from? All that comes out of the mouth of Hashem, yichia adam. A man will live. Um, Rashi, uh, is there no Rashi on this passage? There's no this. It. I guess there's no questions. And he uh, afflicted you, and he hungered you, and he fed you the month, which you you didn't know, and wasn't known by your fathers, in order that you should be known, it should be known to you, to make you realize. I like mine better. The, that it should be made known to you that not on bread alone does a man live so rather so he fed us a certain type of food which was unknown before this in order that we should know that it's not it's not just food which sustains us right like because if you have a storage of food what was the the one of the characteristics of the mun was that it came down every day, right? You we know, we, you couldn't keep it over from the next day, etc. Um, right? So if if the bread stops, you die, right? But who's making the bread show up is Hashem, right? So there's the the, the, the idea of the mun is that it's very very clear to me where my where my food comes from, right? It comes straight from Hashem. So, so the 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 ichor of the mun, He sounds like he's saying here, is that it was just for today. So that it would be known to us that not on bread alone. Meaning, I can't I can't rely on bread. Bread isn't what's going to feed me, right? I can think it's bread that's feeding me. Or right? if I have bread, you know, I have bread in my house. I have bread in the freezer, you know. If there's no more bread in the in the Mekolet for the next week, I would have I could eat bread every day, no problem, <clears throat> right? But um, so it's easy, very easy to forget Hashem. But if the only food I had was food that landed every morning from heaven, then I would know that the food—it's not just the food that's feeding; it's God, it's Hashem that's feeding me. So that's the lesson of the month. Right, is that we should know not not just to see that we've been fed, but that it's Hashem that's feeding me. Right, ki we know what what are we getting fed by? Al kol Hashem On all that comes out of the mouth of the Lord, a man will live. Ah, what comes out of someone's mouth? Their words, their voice, their song. Right, and what are we talking about in the in the, in the back to Sefer We're talking about the the deaf, the deaf beggar, the beggar who cannot hear. Right? So he's the one that has a simple life. All he lives, all he has is bread. He's got a good life. He's got the good life. Right? What's his good life? Drinks water, eats bread. Why? Why is that the good life? Because he knows it's not the bread that gives him life. It's not the bread that gives him life. What? The voice of Hashem. And that's why he's deaf, right? Because he just wants to hear Hashem. He's just trying to listen to Hashem. The rest of the world, everything else sounds like chasranos. I want, I need, not good. What is Hashem? Hashem is just giving. Right, that's Hashem's role. That's why Hashem is, is the Ava. That's why he's the the, the Tate, right? Because what's what's the koach, right? In in the in the most simple biological sense, the, the power of the man is to is to give, right? Man gives seed to the woman, woman creates a child. That's her Koach. Her koach is to receive and to create. Obviously, this expands into the panemius of of male and female. Um but right, so when it, when Hashem is giving us life through what comes out of his mouth, what's coming out of his mouth, the Torah you know, the the creations of the heaven and the earth, if we uh, hold by, what is it, Shari Yechud right where the Baltani, if, 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 if I remember correctly that's where the Baltani explains that the creation is, is is continuously happening at every moment, right, the word of Hashem is holding everything up, so that's so his word is, is keeping creation afloat, right, that's that's what the deaf beggar also hears, right? He hears Hashem creating the universe. He hears Hashem, right? What is the... I, I believe I heard Rav Moshe Weinberger say that Rashi said to Rajbam, his grandson, something like, uh, you know, chaval, chaval, that I couldn't write a new parish on Chumash for every day, right? So Rashi's saying there that every day every day the Chumash is new every every day the the Torah is being given anew Right, which Rashi himself enjoins us to do several times throughout the Chumash Um, so that's what the, the the death beggar is is listening to instead of listening to the Chesronos of the world the lack of the world he's listening to Hashem giving life to the world through his through his speech Hashem's speech of course creates worlds right, it's not the bread, the bread isn't what's keeping you alive, it's Hashem's speech which creates the bread, right, and that's the trap that we fall into in this world, because because we're our eyes are so physical, and our, our, our physicality is so present to us, and it's so easy to not see Hashem, because the physicality just is never-ending, right, we see by the mun, right, the most, it was the most extreme simsum uh, constriction of of physical sustenance that could be, just for today, just for today, just for today, right? And that is what teaches us this lesson about Hashem and how Hashem creates the universe and gives us everything we need, right? So, what's the extreme opposite of that? What well, will give us the op- the complete opposite limud, right? If we go backwards, fakert. If we have food as far as the eye can see, right? If food is never scarce, if abundance is never scarce, if money is is uh, is overflowing, then then it's very easy <clears throat> just to think about what I'm or what I'm chaser. I, I need a million. I have two. I, I I have one million. I want two million. I have ten million. I want twenty million. Right. This year we went here for Pesach. Next year we're going to go there for Pesach. I want, I want, I want. I need, I need, I need. Chaser, chaser, chaser. I'm lacking. I'm lacking. I'm lacking. Right. That's the opposite. When you have the money, you say, "Yeshli, yeshli, kol like Yaakovina. I have everything I need. Bread and water. Shkoyach. I got a dry pillow. Shkoyach. My eyes work. Ah, oh, amazing. Thank God." my eyes work you ever thank God that your eyes work I mean that's agav that's the that's the pshat on the brachah we see every morning right as uh, identified by the shulchanah from the gemara in brachas I believe but consciously how many times have, have, have I really thanked Hashem for my eyes right my fingers you know like quote unquote little things that are not little things um, fine, so that's that puzzle that, that I kept referencing, so I just wanted to actually see that inside, that feels responsible to me, to... how much am I, there it is, okay, so we're going on, so we were in this country that had this garden that had this gardener, the gardener went away, the cruel king came, he couldn't directly attack the country for one reason or another, so what did he do, is he, um, he corrupted their good life that they had from the the s- the tastes the smells and the sights of the garden um, and I might have mentioned this yesterday that i if I remember correctly the these three groups that blocked up that made them they they perverted the taste right so that everything where is it the tomatom the etam nevela, or everything tasted like roadkill, everything smelled like the chelbona, the smelly incense of the eleven herbs and spices, and, um, and then there was dark clouds over their eyes, right, and I don't remember which of the three of is which, but, but I believe one represents, um, uh, money, one sex, <coughs> and one food, fine, The Halkuha HaShirim and the wealthy people went with the, the deaf beggar El Oto Medina to this country. So, right? Remember, this isn't the wealthy country. The garden is not in the wealthy country. The, the, the wealthy country, the, the deaf beggars in the wealthy country um, talking about living the good life, right? These are people that think they live a good life, right? And then they're about to go to some, some sort of uh, village, some sort of like, uh, to quake some kind of Quaker village, or what are they, the Amish, or uh, <clears throat> you know, you know, some sort of Hasidic Jewish, you know, outpost, you know, where they speak speak only Yiddish, you know, in North Dakota or something, um, upstate New York. this totally foreign culture to them that that has just been, uh, low eleno they they the goodness is taken from them but it's not once so I, just, I i'm just clarifying for myself that i i thought i guess i thought that they were that it was the wealthy country that was getting <clears throat> attacked in this garden uh situation but it's not It's the people from the wealthy country who think they have a good life, so think that they would be able to uh, restore this country to its former. And I also went with them, says the death beggar. And on the way, they all lived there, also there, the good life that they had. Right, This one had uh, had a jacuzzi on his, on his private bus. One of them had, uh, you know, a bevy of, you know, uh, uh, partners, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know Uh, whatever, friends, one had uh, had a stocked bar, one had, uh, I don't know, you know, one had a movie theater in his, in his, in his bus, you know, everyone had his own, you know, chupar, his own taivas of uh, what he thought brought him a good life, these guys were rich, these guys were tchunim, as they say in Hebrew, tchun is like, litchun is to grind, Uh, tchunim for some reason means, you know, why does it mean loaded? In English, oh, he was loaded, bro. It means he's really rich. I don't know. I guess that's just the slang. Uh, these guys had some guilt When they came close to this country, right? <clears throat> when they came close to this country, they started to to get ruined, to become corrupted. Also by them, the taste and all the other things. Everything started to taste terrible and and uh, smell terrible and they started to feel by them that their their good life had been corrupted and i said to them now if you haven't even gone in there you already lost your lost your taste what, what would it be like if you went in there and all the more so. and how would you even save them? But I brought, <laughs> I took from my bread and my water, and I gave it to them. So when I gave them my bread and my water, and I gave it to them, then they felt. V'hergishu, and they felt in the bread and water, in my bread and water, all of the tastes and all the smells, etc. And they were fixed that which had been broken by them. So this, this to me sounds like uh, Shiraim, right? This is idea of of uh, eating from the Rebbe's plate, right? Like the Lubavitcher Rebbe would would make havdalah, or he'd pour lechayim, and he would like he'd make kid- he'd make kiddish make Havdalah, I've seen pictures of it, so it couldn't just be on Yom Tov. So I guess Havdalah, I don't know, and pour it out, and he'd make Havdalah on the, on the coast of the Ayan, and then he, everyone come he'd pour a little bit, and they'd keep pouring more wine in, and they'd pour a little bit, and everyone drink from the Rebbe's cup, Kilo, this is the idea of giving out, like, cocoa, whatever, the Rebbe has to, like, touch it with his hands, it's a whole thing, and, um, but, but it's that the, the Tzadik, the Tzadik, when he, comes into contact with physicality, he alters it, he elevates it. Right, the tzaddik, the emes, is on a level that he he subtly changes the um, the nature of of everything he touches, right, um, and and the tzaddik feeds us, right. That's that's one of you know why does a person become a bal tshuva? Because he's he grows up speak for myself, I grew up, went to college, yada yada, and at some point, um, I was doing, you know, I was in college and partying, you know, I was young, I was cool, I was in a band, you know, and, uh, everything just started, sort of started to taste like, you know, you know, like roadkill and everything smelled awful and, and yeah, ananim avim on my eyes yeah, I definitely felt like there was times I had, you know, clouds and fog over my eyes, miserable and and then what happened and I, I met, I started getting close to the, the little Rebbe via his shliach and he gave me a little bit of his bread and a little bit of his water and I said, ah, now this is a time this has a taste Right, I thought I was living the good life. I thought I was going to parties. I thought I looked cool. I thought I was cool, right? I was making the scene. You know what I mean? And um, turns out, um, it wasn't a good life because. So so now my question is, so what are these who's this Melech Aksari and what is these three Katim? Because right? it's it seems to me like that this is um this is like an entire town which has been given the opportunity to to do chuva to realize that right, so what does it mean that they had they had the gardener and the gun and they had the good life? right, is the gardener, right, and, and my memory is that the gardener is explained to be the tzaddik, right, so they had some kind of spiritual power, they had some kind of, the, the tzaddik was was giving to the whole town, is this, is this like Am Yisrael before the Ruach Sarah and after the Ruach Sarah, right, where, where we're kind of like, we're still, we're still eating from the sfichim, right, we still have the gardener around but then here come all of these mazikim that they think they think that they are trying to hurt us because they can't directly hurt us they think that they're just going to take this good life from us but really what it becomes is it becomes an opportunity to, to find an even better definition of what the good life is one that they can't sully with their powers of disgustingness because man does not live on bread alone Rather, on everything that comes out of the mouth of Hashem, does a man live, right? So when I eat the bread of someone who truly, truly, truly believes with all his heart that that bread came from the Good Lord above, right, that he's on the level of the Ochle Haman. he's on the level of the of the, the those those holy Jews that that ate that ate this holy bread that had this test for forty years, right? And he gets it. He gets it with all his, all his, you know, that, that this bread comes straight from Hashem. So when I come close to the tzaddik, <clears throat> he gives me his transformed physicality. Right? And then from there, that's, that's an opening where I can start to see, oh, this is what the good life is. The good life is keeping Shabbos. The good life is keeping kosher. The good life is doing his Buddhist. The good life is learning Torah. The good life is being Basimcha. The good life is 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 having a relationship with Hashem, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, and never giving up. That's the good life, right? But that's that's the simplicity. It's the bread and water that tzadik provides, right? You want to medina hanal, and the people of this <laughs> country hainu medina shayag hanal because. We were talking about the country that they're going to. They had their garden, and they started to to see the faqir, to 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 get wise to to pay attention to the fixing of this country that had been broke that had been corrupted by them that that had been that their taste had been corrupted, etc. As mentioned above, Venise yashvu, and they went back. Because there is a wealthy country, the country itself. Hang on. Okay, I'm just gonna read from the English. The Hebrew there seems very obtuse, so I don't know why. It Says, <coughs> meanwhile, the people of the land that had the garden began to look for ways to remedy their senses that had been ruined. Their conclusion involved the land of wealth from which I was now coming. It says the deaf beggar, it seemed that their lost gardener, who had provided them with a good life, had the same roots as the people of the land of wealth, who also had a good life. Therefore, their plan was to send a delegation to the land of wealth, who would certainly be able to help them. They sent messengers to the land of wealth. Along the way, the messengers met the people from the land of wealth with whom I had gone. Okay, uh, he comes from the same root. So, the people of this country get in touch with the wealthy country because they're uh, their gardener had some sort of common roots, which is a funny phrase to use, he's a gardener and he's got a short, I don't know, common root with the people of the wealthy country, because uh, they also have a good life there, therefore, therefore, uh, the idea was to send, so they're also, this is another story, sending messengers to the country of great wealth, there's something about the country of great wealth, that's that. Um, that seems to be rather critical in the in these last two stories, right? It's it's the for some reason the I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Esau of America, Edom, I don't know what's happening. Ashirus. Uh Certainly. So these people also think that the country of great wealth will will save them, right? There must be Israeli. Uh, so they did it. And they sent messengers to the country of Shirus. And we bumped into them. They bumped into the the So they they asked the messengers. Right. So the people from the wealthy country asked the messengers from the country missing the gardener, "Where are you going?" And they answered. Hashugu <laughs> Anuhim Eloso Medina Shall Shushio Sanu. We're going to that country of great wealth that they should save us. Anuvi Anuviam wrote the answer and they said Anachnobats Menu Hembaneoso Medina Shall We are from that country. <laughs> We're coming to you. Amarty Anilhem, I said to them Hainu Hakeresh Shemis <laughs> Saperkoze Amalhem. The first person uh, narrator here is of course the deaf beggar who's telling this whole thing. Hello at him Srihim don't you need me you need me you can't save them you don't have a good life i'll can therefore you guys stay here i'll go and save them right the tzadik's like uh no you guys you cannot do this right so what's the connection the gardener tended their their garden to make sure they had a good life because he came from a country where it sounds like a guy who kind of like dropped out of society sounds like you know if uh what's his name chris McCandless, if instead of like dying in the alaskan wilderness had had opened up like a bed and breakfast or something right you know like move to move to maine and open up uh i don't know a tree farm wouldn't that be fun That's who the gardener is, right? He comes from the wealthy country and he and he dropped out, maybe with Timothy Leary. And he just, you know, built himself a, a garden in that garden. Um he was able to distill the the quote unquote good life, the the you know, the Gashmius Chitsoinius good life of that wealthy country. He's able to to learn from them certain principles that he would that he could then make a good life for this other country, but a but a real an amiti good life, a truthful good life. Um Tov, um, I am going to pause it there before I get to the next paragraph. It's already running late. Um, hope you enjoy and have a wonderful evening.